0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hello. I realized after putting out the last episode that I forgot to mention that it was the end of the season. So I'm going to take a few weeks off to recharge my brain juice. We can blame Johnny McGovern. He was such a fun guest that I got absolutely lost in listening to him talk. And did anyone else find his deep voice just a little bit delicious? (laughs) So, I'm going to take a few weeks off to rest and recharge and generally gird my loins. Well, someone's loins. Don't worry, I am coming back. I haven't just left you high and dry forever. But first, a little holiday, because... There's only so many bad decisions I can make in any set amount of time. <laughs> and rather than leave you with nothing, or worse, fart out some half-finished drivel and knock off early for a crafty wank, I thought I'd tell you some random shit what has tickled my brain recently. So this isn't a normal, probably true episode, but I hope you'll enjoy it anyway. And if not, then there's plenty of other episodes. Go and listen to all of them. There's loads of them, and I could do with the downloads, frankly, so off you pop and let's get started shall we this is probably true stories of queer life and even queerer sex please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes it would be boring without them i really enjoy words which you've probably noticed by now. I find word history like where they come from and how words have changed over time, how their meaning has adapted and evolved. I find shit like that really fascinating. Place names can be especially interesting, especially if you're from somewhere that has history and not one of those new countries that thinks 300 years is a long time. I mean, come on. Anyway, I'm from Doncaster, which is old and quite an easy one, really. The River Don is right there. And castor comes from the Roman word for a fort. It's also where we get the word castle from, because those are just basically big forts made of stone. So, Doncaster, a Roman fort on the edge of the River Don. Checks out, there was a Roman fort near where I lived. We had to go and learn about it every couple of years in school as part of local history. Not thrilling, but historically accurate. And sometimes that's enough. Anyway, I left Doncaster on purpose, and I moved to London. I lived in Vauxhall, which was a big gay club spot. That's not why I was there. I am very much not a club kid. I was there because a friend needed a roommate and I was bored of living in a small town. So I said, fuck it, and moved to the big city with no job, no money, and only one friend, who very quickly disappeared from my life entirely anyway. But that's not the point. The point is, place names Vauxhall used to be the site of the pleasure gardens in Victorian times. It was famous for all of the well-laid-out areas, the lawns and the trees and the bushes and such things. And the sad plebs who couldn't afford a giant house in the country of their own would go there to walk around and generally be impressed by the lawns and the trees and the particularly exciting bushes. It became infamous, also, for being where the... Rather uptight Victorian people would go if they fancied making those bushes even more interesting. If you get my drift. And not just the queers. Apparently a lot of the straights are into it too. Just banging away. Excellent stuff. Anyway, so whether it was the pleasing layout of the boulevards and the tree-lined avenues, or the prospect of getting railed against one of those trees by several strangers, Vauxhall Pleasure Gardens attracted people from far and wide. So much so, in fact, that trains, which were an exciting new invention at the time, were being put on to ferry people to and fro. So they put a station in it. I mean, it wasn't like people were just flinging themselves from the moving train and hoping to land on someone soft. Vauxhall became a train station, partly because the Pleasure Gardens were right there. And Vauxhall as a place name isn't that exciting on its own. There used to be a big house, or hall, around there that belonged to some dude called Forks. Forks Hall. That's literally it. Boring. In English, it's boring. In Russian, a little bit more interesting, because Vauxhall means something else in Russian. So, in Russia... One of the old czars or rulers or some other dude who'd been to the UK and had seen our exciting railway system wanted one for his country too. Because Russia is quite big. So I've heard. Never been. And cars and planes weren't a thing. And horses needed food and rest and quite often froze to death in the bitter winters. Which is quite inconvenient when you're trying to haul things around your great big massive country. So having a way of moving people and things around easily was a great idea. Thing was... People don't move around much, especially not back in the olden days. There's not a lot of need for people, especially in those days, to go outside walking distance or horsing distance, I suppose, of where they lived because everything they needed was right there. That's how towns and villages and cities and things spring up. So people didn't move around much and especially not on a regular basis, which is kind of what you need if you're expecting to make any money from your shiny new railway. And seeing how popular the Vauxhall Pleasure Gardens were with regular Londoners who would all happily pay a penny or two to get the train to Vauxhall if they were pretty much guaranteed a good scene to under the rhododendrons, the Russians did it the other way around. They decided to build a railway line out to basically nowhere and then construct a Vauxhall at the other end so people could go have a ride on the train and have a nice day out among the trees. But anyway, the point of me telling you all of this is that that's how Vauxhall became the Russian word for train station, which is what it is now. They didn't have a word for it before trains were invented, obviously. And so they used the one that was like, oh yeah, we're going to go to the Vauxhall. Okay, so there's a Vauxhall there. And then as they added more stations, the word Vauxhall went from pleasure garden to meaning stop on the line. And that's how language works. So yeah, in Russian, Vauxhall means train station. And in English, it means buggered in a park. And so after living in Vauxhall for a couple of years, I moved to East London because I'm cool. The main road near my flat was called Old Street, which was actually very fitting. It was very old. There'd been a street or a road or a track or some kind of thoroughfare along the same route, give or take, since the Bronze Age which is, like, 3,000 years ago. Which sounds impressive, but now it's got an all-bar one and a Weatherspoon's on it, so, you know, quite depressing in the long run. I did quite enjoy using these facts to blow the minds of my American friends, though. I could say quite confidently that my street was older than Jesus, and they'd be like, no, nothing is that old. Nothing in the world existed until God high-fived George Washington in 1776. And then they'd, fire their guns into the air and each other. Recently I moved again and for now at least I'm in Manchester which is a city in the north of the UK. Unless you're a recruiter and you're listening to this in which case I'm just using my downtime to get out of the city. Yeah yeah just a bit of relaxation you know a change of pace it was all getting a bit much yeah 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 yeah. because Londoners are dicks and they will use any excuse to look down on people. I found out the hard way that not living in London is reason enough to disqualify me from several jobs that I've applied for. Apparently. Anyway, Manchester. It's a lot like London, only smaller, and the people are nice. So, not a lot like London at all, really. Anyway, the Chester in Manchester comes from the same root as Castor, a town that grew up around a Roman fort. But I got curious because the man bit is in the old Roman name as well. But There's no river man for the city to be on, so it's not the same as Doncaster, even though it has the same caster-chester element. So, I wonder where the man part had come from. (laughs) Where do man parts come from? Mm. And apparently it comes from the old Saxon name, for the settlement that was here before the Roman fort, because it was Mamusium which references two large, round hills that the original town that was then overtaken and became this Roman fort was founded on. And the thing about Mamusium, as in the Roman name for the area, Mammu shares its root with words like mammal and mammary. So basically, what I'm saying is that Manchester is quite literally titty city. <coughs> That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. And that, I think, my darling, will do for now. I'll be back in a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe a little bit more, with season, season 12, Jesus, of this beautiful nonsense. If you're missing me in the meantime, remember that there's a ton of additional material on Patreon and stickers. You get stickers, too. And also remember that there's random queer chat and meetups and stuff like that in the Discord channel thing. So download that and get involved. Some of us were talking about playing an online game together at some point. So if that's your idea of a fun time, come say hi. All the links are in the show notes. So until I'm back with more of this multi-award winning filth, be good to yourselves look out for your queer siblings, they need it now more than ever, and remember always that we are none of us alone. May Kylie bless your life with joy, love, and biodegradable glitter, and may Cher guide us all in the dark times.
0: I love you.